Hello, everyone listening, and welcome to Networth, the very first episode, actually. I'm Thomas. I'm Justin. And I'm Ivy. So today is our first episode, and we figured that it would probably be most fitting to start with someone who is, in many ways, the number one person on YouTube, PewDiePie. That he is. <laughs> if even even if showing strictly by numbers, like yeah. every time you say PewDiePie, I just think PewDiePie, even though he hardly <laughs> does that anymore. Yeah, I don't think he does that much anymore. Yeah, like there was a stint a couple months ago where he started doing it again, but then he just kind of now he just kind of does it on and off. Like some days he'll do it, some yeah. days he won't. Yeah, I don't watch him really, so I right. y'all know better than me. <laughs> tisk tisk. <laughs> um, yeah, and so yeah, so should we talk about? So Justin said that he doesn't watch much, but should we explain our connections to PewDiePie? Yeah, I think so. I think it would help, you know, just kind of illustrate our perspectives. I have been yeah. a fan since. 2018 i've watched i haven't like watched him religiously or or anything but i have watched a lot of his videos since then and uh yeah yeah i assume you're in a similar boat yeah i'd say i'm definitely a newer fan i think i watch all of his new videos but i think i've only been watching him for like probably a year right like because i when it was like the whole like sub to pewdiepie thing was going on i'm like oh everyone's subbing to pewdiepie noobs come on i'm too cool for that right ivy <laughs> yeah, yeah. I, was, I was a fan a few years ago but i wasn't by any means like a diehard um like a lot of people were especially at that point in time right i was his fan around the um like around when he did outlast and when he did amnesia things like that that's when i was a fan of him so like 20, um, 2012 2013 uh kind of um or at least that's the things i watched i also uh watched him for a little while back in like 2016 right um and then a little bit when i first started watching youtube um so, so when i was like 11 or 12 i was watching him which is Probably not a great idea, but I did it anyway. Honestly, if you're um, 11 or 12, probably really shouldn't be on YouTube that much anyway, but I digress. Gosh, I was watching Stampy Longhead. Let me vibe. <laughs> um, but yeah, I used to be a fan of him, but I kind of, um, I kind of stopped after a while because I was watching other things. I got Minecraft phase like really hard. Right. Yeah. Then I watched Markiplier, and I've stuck with Markiplier. Yeah, Mark's pretty <laughs> yeah. cool. Personally, oh, no. this is probably, yeah, I out of the, out of PewDiePie and Markiplier and Jacksepticeye, Jacksepticeye is my favorite. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> like, I just he's too loud for me. <laughs> oh, you're not a fan of the bell. <laughs> I I'm not a fan of the top of the morning too. Yeah, <laughs> like, he doesn't really like, do that anymore. Yeah, he doesn't do that anymore. Okay, but I don't watch him. I w- tried to watch him. This back- isn't about Jacksepticeye. <laughs> this is about PewDiePie. Yeah, no, I watched him during Cuphead, but like, I'm not a fan. We might, we might do, might, yeah. we might do like a joint Jacksepticeye and Markiplier episode because they have they really had a lot of controversy. There's only really one that I can really think mm-hmm. of, and that's mm-hmm. in regards to Markiplier. But that on 
the other hand, with PewDiePie, it's not exactly the case. <laughs> yeah. No, no, it is not. Yeah. So, Speaking of which. <laughs> yeah. So, I, I can since you know the three of us know who PewDiePie is, and chances are, if you're listening to this, you probably know who he is as well. But on the off chance that you don't. Just kind of a little bit of background. What rock on. have you been living under? <laughs> yeah, I, you must be very new to YouTube. Right. Yeah. But um, a little bit. Even if you don't watch PewDiePie, you probably know about him. Right. Yeah. Like, a little bit of background is that he was the first big gameplay YouTuber. Like, he was the one who popularized, as far as I can tell, he was the one who popularized the, the Let's Play video. And, you know... Mm-hmm ushered in that whole big thing which you know unfortunately isn't as big anymore but you know that's the way it goes but over the years his yeah. content has changed quite a bit from that he still does gameplay but he mostly does streaming right now for now and but he also so he there was a stint in like 2016 2017 2018 and, and beginning of 2019 where he mostly did commentary and now he kind of does like a mix of both also within just kind of like looking at reddits and kind of doing what he wants so the best of both worlds best of all worlds and kind of that way of all worlds yeah (laughs) every world but that's the thing is that the three of us like i range from like liking him to like neutral about him but there are Mm -hmm. a lot of people who really don't like him which you know is kind of understandable and there are based on there are also understandable yeah considering what yeah, considering what happened, it's, it's understandable. Especially with specific communities, which we'll get yeah. into, it's understandable mm-hmm. that they still hold a grudge. Right. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And I think we probably should stop, like, just being, like, all cryptic about that stuff and start talking about yeah. it. Yeah. <laughs> very, very. Yeah. So, in 2016 and 2017, uh, YouTube was in a very edgy place, partially, in my opinion, I think, because of the recent presidential election. And, mm-hmm. and you know, America ha- having a big influence on a lot of YouTube's culture. And so people were making jokes that were constantly skirting the line between, like, outright, I don't want to say offensive, but, like, something more extreme than offensive. No, most of them were offensive. Yeah, like, yeah, like uh, they were... Not necessarily to everyone, but right. to some community, most of the things yeah. that people would say that were, like, the bigger creators were offensive to someone. Right. Like the, yeah. they, a lot of jokes were were offensive, and a lot of them were like skirting the edge of like outrageously offensive, and so yeah, they were creators yeah. like Filthy Frank out there and yeah. stuff. And yeah, it, they're skirting the line between offensive and um straight up just hateful, bad. Yeah. It's yeah. skirting the line between like yeah. offensive and racism and homophobia and things like that. It's right. like right on Which the is... line. Outright, yeah. Uh, yeah. Drop my stuff. And, We're fine. <laughs> yeah, and PewDiePie um, wasn't like near, really near that line. Like he did do offensive jokes, but he didn't, you know, try anything with. So that could be towing the line for a minute yeah. with the um, with the anti-Semitism jokes. Right. Mm-hmm. He was definitely on that line for a while. Yeah, and I yeah. think that. He, I think that there were definitely creators who were, like, a lot worse about it, but he was, you know, at the time, even though he wasn't, he didn't have any, as many as he does now, he was still probably, like, the most subscribed channel on the platform, so there was a lot of attention mm-hmm. on him. And so when yeah. 
the first big thing that happened when the Wall Street Journal dropped a article about PewDiePie and his uh, supposed anti-Semitic indoctrination, uh, a lot of YouTube kind of imploded, like especially on the on the actual business side of things. They changed up their uh, they changed up how they went about with the monetization procedures, causing the first big ad apocalypse. Right, the first and the biggest. And yeah, and so. I think that it's probably good to talk a bit more about what the actual jokes were, so you can't just say, "Oh, they were fine." Like they were, they were jokes that happened. Yeah. So there was a, the big one was that he wanted to go, that he went on Fiverr, and he was trying to prove a point, make a point about how far people will go on Fiverr, and so he, and he was also simultaneously trying to, c- kind of not call out, show what a dumb site it is. Because it is kind of a dumb site. Yeah. And also wanted to kind of, at the same time, in what he was about to do, he wanted to kind of call out Keemstar for being rather anti-Semitic. And mm-hmm. so he paid two guys $5 to hold up a sign that said, uh, Death to all Jews, subscribe to Keemstar, implying that Keemstar would have would say those things. Which, you know, it's probably not that far off. <laughs> Yeah. I don't know a lot about Keemstar, but yeah, um, yeah, he's a whole other thing. But yeah, the guy, these guys actually did that, and from what, if you watch the footage, from what you can tell, P- Felix, Felix, Felix Shelberg, also known as PewDiePie, was rather caught off guard by that, and he didn't think they would actually do it, and so that was the big one. But it, yeah, it came out that they didn't really understand the language. Yeah. Very they much. didn't know English, and they yeah. were banned from the site, and they didn't know why. When they found out what the sign had said, why they'd been banned, they were both horrified. Like, it yeah. was a whole thing. Yeah. And so PewDiePie also got called out for that, right. because he assumed that these two people from a completely other country um, would know his language, yeah. or a language that he spoke regularly. Right. Because he is Swedish. I don't think English is his first language. It's not. Uh, <laughs> Swedish is his first language. Yeah. But yeah. Yeah, it was kind of a lose-lose scenario. So I think that in that instance, it was definitely it was definitely on him for not taking that into account. And that was the yeah. that was kind of the biggest thing that um that the Wall Street Journal pointed out. But there were also little things where he would um he would make references to the fact that Hitler exists. And also, the, and also, there was a, there's a bit of a thing with his game that he created, PewDiePie's Tuber Simulator, where people could custom create their own rooms and customize them. And one of the items that you got was a box. It was like a free item that you could get. And there were a lot of people who were taking those boxes and arranging them to look like swastikas, Nazi swastikas, which is not great. Right. No. And to say, and the- I, yeah. He doesn't have total control over his fans. That's one thing. No. I mean, he definitely does have influence over them, but mm-hmm. yeah, and I don't know. Some of them are still rolling with some of the things he said back then, even though oh, he's yeah. been very clear to denounce all of it and say that he's not, he doesn't actually believe in anti-Semitic things. Right. He was yeah. really just towing that line to get more subscribers. He was definitely 
he was definitely doing it for Cloud. He was doing it because he knew it would get him uh, more subscribers, which would get him more money, things like that. Um, but he's also I been thought, very clear since then, it- apologizing and saying that he does not actually believe in any of those things. Doesn't excuse the things, but it's also, it gives you an explanation. But people are still stuck in that yeah. mindset that he said those things. Uh, I'm going to keep using him as, like, a, a words symbol. are not coming to a, a figure, A symbol, yeah, yeah. of this horrible thing that he doesn't want to be associated with. Right. Um, in fact, actually, uh, that was kind of the back, the downside from the, well, there was a lot of downsides. I don't think there were really any upsides to the article, but the down, one of the bigger things was that, um, since the wall street journal called attention to PewDiePie and saying that he was anti-Semitic, a lot of actually anti-Semitic people did come over to his channel and, Mm -hmm. you know, try to say, oh yeah, yeah anti-semitism that's awesome and i think there was actually an alt-right site that was first time labeled themselves as the number one pewdiepie fan site just mm-hmm. to kind of yeah and right on um, that. it yeah that site was described as one of the biggest um hate uh websites or hate uh fan pages um right. on the internet at the time right. i don't know if it's still active or not though Maybe it is. Maybe it isn't. Um, I th- and all and so you know, PewDiePie said that he didn't act, like Ivy said. He said that he didn't actually leave any of those things, and he wanted to make that clear. And the worst, I think that like obviously the thing that affected well, not obviously. I don't know why I said obviously, but the thing that affected the most people that the worst was that this led to this whole incident led to YouTube canceling the second season of his show scare PewDiePie. Yeah. Um, and cause like that, that wasn't just him that was impacted by that. That was a team of so many people who were working and put so much hard work into this thing that was supposed to, to come out. And then yeah, they all happened. lost their jobs. They all just lost everything because mm-hmm. YouTube got YouTube threw a hissy fit. Um. Yeah. 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 That's one way. And that's yeah, one way I, to put it. Yeah. Yeah. And I think that even if Felix had been outright anti-Semitic and like you know proud of it, or whatever, I still don't think that would have been the right move. I think yeah. I think that kind of like what's going on right now as of recording this with the Ellen Show and people were thinking they were talking about firing Ellen from the Ellen Show and they were just, okay, but Eric Andre would be a it would make be, I would watch it if Eric Andre was the host. <laughs> that would be so funny. That's a whole but, story, though. Yeah, that's that is a whole different thing. <laughs> right. I I just think that it would be more it, if he was being outright anti-Semitic. Even then, I think it'd be a better choice to would have been a better choice to fire him from the show and then hire someone else to be like oh, the favorite yeah. and maybe just give those people different jobs. It would take a lot of, of firing them. redoing, but there's a lot of other gaming channels that do horror stuff and yeah, at Maybe. the time I'm sure there were oh, yeah. some good candidates, but they just kind of wrote off the whole thing. Yeah. A lot of work was uh, wasted. Yeah. 
Yeah, and that that's that I think is probably like one of the big worst things that happens because ultimately PewDiePie's reputation did recover, and so I think that the mm -hmm. canceling of Scare PewDiePie was ultimately the worst thing that came out of that with the yeah. longest lasting in, impact. Yeah. Um, yeah. Yeah. So, so that was his first major controversy, and uh, the second one is this is the one that I think probably is the one that's going to be the less, the least defensible. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And so PewDiePie was uh, streaming, I think, I believe it was um, PUBG. Something happened where he got really, really angry at another player. And so he, this is, this is a, this is kind of speaking from what he said about the thing. So I'm not, I'm not like trying to speculate anything here, but from what I can tell is that he thought about the, he said that he tried to think of the worst possible word he could say in that moment, just because of how angry he was. And, uh, he ended up saying the end slur. Yeah. And, yeah. There's, there's no really excuse for that. Yeah. There, there are excuses, but there aren't ones that, um, make it an okay thing that he could have done. Yeah. Right. Cause, um, his what he said was is um when you're in like a situation where you're talking to a lot of people who do use that kind of thing who do use that kind of language even though it's not their language to use um sometimes you get caught up sometimes it rubs off on you sometimes you, it slips out and that does not make it okay that does not make it an excusable thing but there was um I don't know if reason behind it, but there was something behind it that made it so it happened. And he immediately recognized that what he did was wrong. He immediately right. apologized, but he realized that it wasn't a good enough apology on the stream. And he sat down, he made a video, albeit short, but there's not really a reason to make a very long video about it. Um, but he sat At down. At that point, it's just over-dramatizing. Yeah, if, if you he made a long video, video, it would just be carrying this on longer. So he just sat down and he was like, hey, here's what happened. I am so sorry for anyone that I hurt or offended by doing this. Um, I'm never going to excuse what I said. Um, it was not an okay thing to say. So he immediately recognized that it was not an okay thing. And he he's grown. He hasn't done it since, if I'm correct on that. Yeah. Uh, yeah, he hasn't done mom. anything. I do not anymore. think he's said it since. I haven't heard anything about him saying it since. Yeah. So he has grown think... from it. And yeah. The thing that worries me is that it did come, like, kind of slip out. Like, I don't know. Yeah. Um, yeah. Like, there may have been a history of it. I don't know exactly. Mm -hmm. um, but he recognized I, it was I... wrong immediately. But it does worry me that it was effortless i guess mm -hmm. i think that especially um i think that this was probably a thing during that time period L like he said that he spent a lot of time around people around it and this is just my own personal take on things so i like take what i'm about to say with a grain of salt but i think that because he lived in sweden he grew up in sweden and lived there for most of his life and then he moved mm -hmm. to britain so he never he never spent time in america uh, or like lived in America long enough to right. know the racial things here. Right. He uh, in 
I won't say I won't say it's a race racism is less important in that time in that More area, prevalent. but the effects. Yeah, but yeah, the effects yeah. of it are a lot less prevalent, and so yeah, I think it could be somewhat understandable for someone from someone who lived in one of those countries to kind of see the word as a different thing. Like, if yeah. someone were to just if someone had like a lot of had a lot of uh, black friends and maybe thought that the word just meant friend or something. Like, I don't think he thought it meant friend because he recognized yeah, he definitely did. it was wrong. Uh, if he play, thought yeah. it meant something else, he wouldn't have recognized immediately that what he said was not okay. Yeah. Right. I think, and, and I think it's, and none of us are from uh, foreign countries. We are all from America. We are not in Sweden or Britain or wherever. Americans. So yeah. we are, we're um, versed in the racial things here, but not in other countries necessarily. Yeah. We don't so really this is, understand that. Yeah. When we make assumptions, like I said, total speculation. It's just assumptions based on the things that we do know. Um, yeah. Right. I'm gonna make that disclaimer right now. So yeah, for sure. Cause... We are three teenagers. We are not experts in foreign affairs. Yeah, yeah, I have friends in a few other countries. I have a friend who lives in Sweden. But we don't really talk about that kind of thing on the reg. So. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Like. Like you said about how he was apologized immediately, I think that, I think that it's because I think that um, he might have like known, like known, quote unquote, in like you know how you, sometimes you just know things in the back of your mind, but you don't like really process it for the longest time. Yeah, I feel like that really makes know it. more sense because I don't know. Yeah, I don't know how things are there, but I the racial stigma around a word um albeit a horrible word for people who are not black to use it is i don't think it is as big of an issue in those countries so he might not have processed as that it was probably that it was in fact the worst thing he could have said um, i think he I did know because uh thomas were you saying he's trying to think of the worst thing he could say yeah you know right but like but like you think might think of it new, as just i don't think it processed with him at least in the moment or like like how i was, oh, I was probably that. thinking of it as the worst he probably was thinking of it as like the worst word not as in the terms of like oh this is the word that's going to hurt the most people but this is like the most um offensive word i know those are very linked but i think that they're no i think that, i get what like, you're saying there yeah because like you know the word like you know we're going we're we're a family friendly stream so we're not going to swear but um the the f word is probably i can think of aside from a slur the worst word that you can say but people throw that around all the time and without really I don't know if that would be yeah yeah, yeah. I don't know. And even the f slur which is not something that he should have that he could say either that's thrown which he hasn't as far as i know a lot um yeah. he's a straight man so it is it's not something that he's allowed to say but it is also a slur that is thrown around a lot more than most other slurs are i mean i'm part of the lgbt community and yeah. i'm not comfortable saying that either it's just yeah i'm not comfortable with people who are straight using it i'm not straight i do use it um in reference to myself and to my um to my friends who are not straight 
as long as they're okay with it. I always make sure that they're okay with it before I use it around them. But it's also like, it's a word that a lot of straight people do use to be offensive or to make people feel bad about themselves or just to be, um, because they think it's quirky or whatever. Uh, But it's not, but it's still thrown around a lot. Um, So there's a lot of things that he could have said. But he went yeah, with this I, I, don't I don't know, know where that tangent came from, but I do know where it came, it came from something. Okay. <laughs> yeah. I just lost everything. We're fine. Uh, I'm fine. I don't know. I guess I think I think it's just that um, out of all the things that he has gotten in trouble for or the things he's done in general, I think it's probably the worst thing that he has done. I think but it's I the also biggest think, thing. Um, yeah i also think it's the one that he has moved past from the most in like he's made it very clear that he really hates that part that part of himself that said that word i think i think that was how he phrased it and so he made he made steps to try and make sure that he would never be in a position where he would say that again or even just to say it made steps that he would never say that any at all Nowadays, it's almost a joke on his channel. Sometimes people will just like say, will just like bring up the fact that 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 the bridge incident, as it's referred to, since it was on a bridge in game, um, be a joke. Sometimes, some yes, it'll it'll be a joke because someone will bring it up and have me like, come on, why do you have to bring that up? Yeah, like, I mean, I think it should be remembered. It shouldn't be something right. you can just brush yeah. off, even if he has changed. Mm-hmm. It yeah. shouldn't be made light of. Yeah. yeah I th- but I also and I think, think it's something especially since he's expressed how sorry he is about the incident um even though it was a horrible thing um I don't think it's something that should ruin his life and right. it, he has moved past and it hasn't damaged his career too too much but I do know some people who are POC who still hold a grudge against him for that because they it's understandably that that's fair totally yeah and it's and i'm like yeah Yeah. no that makes a lot of sense (laughs) i mean we're all white we can't really you know say too much yeah Yeah. Yeah. so like i said feel free to take our our opinions with a total grain of salt yeah (laughs) yeah so moving on from the bridge incident as it were i think it's probably best if we talk about the most recent and I think probably the most like widespread of his controversies since really it's more of just like a big umbrella thing that there were a bunch of really small bunch of smaller controversies that happened under that umbrella mm-hmm. um, and so that is the the war quote unquote on T-series mm-hmm. uh, back yeah. in like late 20 I think it was late 2017 early 2018 the Indian Bollywood channel T series started gaining uh, gaining followers on PewDiePie, and they start started to become neck and neck for the most subscribed channel on the platform. And uh, PewDiePie saw this and was like, "Oh, oh no! I'm going to be losing my crown to these." Like he was like to his fr- fans, was like, "Oh no! I'm going to be losing my crown." And so then mm-hmm. he was like you know what, let's just start, like, a war. And so he didn't actually... It was very much... It was a lot of him joking around about it. 
right yeah. like he wasn't actually emotionally invested in being yeah. a number well i mean he probably was a little bit but like yeah he, he wasn't taking it super seriously but a lot of people were right and that's where and, things started going bad yeah it started out good like the the, the mm-hmm. yeah the movement real the meme the movement whatever it was it really caught fire and so there were a lot of people doing like really kind of nice wholesome things mm-hmm. <laughs> that to forward it like uh there were people there was a guy who pewdiepie made a disc disc track uh like a comedic disc track against t-series called uh lasagna which will be censored <laughs> yeah and so some though that kind of became the anthem for the movement and so people will just like do kind of jokes like there was a guy who you know those guys who like play the piano in public Mm-hmm. One of the one of those guys like took his piano to a Walmart and started playing uh, lasagna, and he like made a video that was called "Playing Lasagna in Front of Walmart Until Someone Come and t- Comes and Tells Me to Stop." You know that's that's yeah. I I remember seeing like notebook papers like hung up around my school saying "Sub to PewDiePie." Right. Yeah. 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 There were there were there was actually a parade. I think literally put. Um, someone went around and put little notes in some of the backpacks throughout my school. <laughs> uh, and it was just a little sticky note that said, in bold, subscribe to PewDiePie. And none of us <laughs> knows who did it. Oh, nice. that's funny. Because <laughs> no one took credit for it. It was just, yeah. here's a bunch of sticky notes that we're going to put in your backpacks and around the school and bathrooms that say, subscribe to PewDiePie. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> there was a parade, and there were a bunch of people who put up billboards. And there, in fact, Mr. Beast actually got some of his friends to stand in front of one of the goals at the Super Bowl with shirts that said "Subscribe to PewDiePie." That spelled yeah. out "Subscribe to PewDiePie," and uh, that was all fun and well and good. But then uh, the people who got, shall we say, too invested, started ha- coming in. Um, mm-hmm. There was a. There was a th- incident where someone hacked a bunch of printers to print out things that said subscribe to PewDiePie, which was, like, iffy, probably, like, iffy at it best, I think. the best thing they could have done, but it also wasn't the worst yeah. thing. Right. <laughs> it was and then it... <laughs> yeah. And, like, even PewDiePie was kind of... When he found out about it, he wasn't, like, endorsing it. He was like, oh, that's something that exists. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And so then uh, the more reprehensible things happening, like someone spray painted sub to PewDiePie on a World War II memorial. Yeah. So, yeah That's that was really screwed up. Yeah. yeah. Is it and, still there? Uh, Do you know? No. no I think they cleaned, I cleaned it off. It they was just off. It wasn't permanent. Oh, okay. Right. That's still pretty bad, though. Yeah. yeah and it's... that... Okay. <sighs> yeah, and, and, you know... PewDiePie was like, "Yeah, don't do that. Like, I just don't, just don't do that stuff." And and this one is, I think, probably the. I can't think of anything uh, worse than this, and that's that. When unfortunately in New Zealand there was a there was a man who went into a to a church and live uh live streaming the event he before 
mowing down almost two dozen people, he said, remember, lads, subscribe to PewDiePie. Yeah. And that's kind of the moment that he went, oh, let's not. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. PewDiePie released a video entitled Ending the Subscribe to PewDiePie Meme, where he told his fans that the movement had started to become something that was incredibly toxic and something that would was causing a lot of harm. And so he wanted to put a stop to it, use his power yeah. to put a stop to it before it got any worse, which, you it's know, it had gone. Probably gotten, the best thing he could have done at that, yeah. at that point, just right. stop the mute movement where it was. Mm-hmm. And at that point, if people were doing it, it wasn't like for him. It was for their own personal yeah. gain or yeah right and i think honestly if there is one thing that probably does keep him up when he goes to bed it's probably when he goes to sleep at night it's probably probably that that his name was attached to something so horrid yeah i couldn't even imagine that that's that's terrible and there was also the fact that some people had started turning the movement into an anti-indian movement yeah with because of T-Series being an Indian company, people had started turning it into uh, giving them, ex- ex- taking it as an excuse to be racist towards Indians, which... Yeah, they were just using it as an excuse, I think, yeah. at that point. It was never okay. And sometimes yeah. you'll still see people circling around saying, like, if there's an Indian creator, sometimes someone will just be a jerk and say, subscribe to PewDiePie, you you know slurs towards yeah, indians yeah. i don't know any, yeah. i don't know any slurs towards indians well that's probably good <laughs> yeah yeah and so after that he ended the he ended the meme and said stop with this and it took a little bit the movement did fortunately lose most of its traction after that because uh, a lot of the people who were involved still were people who actually did care about uh what the movement represented it originally so they knew to stop it yeah Um, but yeah that was a that was a whole mess there for a lot for a while Mm -hmm. and i think that in the year and a half since i guess not even a year and a half the about a year since that since then he has made several he's made a lot of strides towards distancing himself from his past controversies like it he used to ha- he had the two big he had the Wall Street Journal thing and the bridge incident in 2017-2018 and the subscribe to PewDiePie thing in 2018-2019 but since then he hasn't had any big controversies and i think that he is making st- steps to do things that to to not be controversial like he does he He's not like trying to be like safe or anything, but he's trying to not be hateful in any way. Yeah. Towards that, I don't think any of his previous actions were meant to be hateful, but they did st- unfortunately stir up hate just because of the wide audience he has and the statistical mm-hmm. probability of some of those people being hateful. Yeah. And honestly, the fact that he still hasn't really let any of this get to him, get to his head or anything i think that that is i mean that we know ad- of 
<laughs> yeah, that we know of. Yeah. But he has he hasn't turned himself into like a pit. He hasn't tried to make a pity party out of himself oh, for yeah. these things. Yeah. And he hasn't. And he also hasn't gone the opposite direction in like being a Jake Paul esque kind of I don't care about anything, anything you throw at me, anything that ha- that I do, it's it doesn't matter kind of a thing. Yeah. And mm-hmm. and yeah. I think that yeah, I think he's handled it pretty yeah. well. Okay, at least. <laughs> He's able to the rest of his own ability, and I think that's a pretty admirable. Yeah, yeah. I think that's a pretty good thing to be able to do. Yeah. Sorry. And since then, he uh, he is he kind of entered a better stage of his life. He reached 100 million subscribers, the first individual channel to do so. T Series mm-hmm. got beat him to that. Yeah. And he he got married to his girlfriend Marcia. And that mm-hmm. was and... like. Uh, a really big video like yeah oh yeah i didn't know that they weren't already married oh. they've been like one of the og youtube couples they kind of act like acted like, it before. Him in, like 2016 i knew that he wasn't married yet but i thought they'd gotten married like i thought they'd been married a long time before they got actually <laughs> like what <laughs> yeah like, like ivy was saying they really did act like they were married before so oh, yeah, yeah. It's probably partially just because they were together for so long. It's yeah, and they were just close too. Happened already. Yeah. yeah, and I think that the thing, part of the reason that their relationship was really strong or is really strong, it's they didn't break up. Um, <laughs> part of it is that if they broke up. Yeah, they they met before Felix became really famous. Mm-hmm. Even yeah. really before he became like moderately famous, I think he had like a thousand subscribers when they met, if that. Yeah. Which you know was bigger than it is is bigger was bigger than it is now, but still not very big. Not compared to th- now. If he tried to meet anyone <laughs> these days, it would be basically impossible. Right. Yeah. But you know that kind of comes with the territory. Yeah. Yeah. And he he's really tried to be a lot more humble in his appearance and trying to not trying to like reduce his uh not necessarily reduce his presence online but kind of minimize the fact uh, minimize his like every every like little move of his pinky finger causing ripples yeah like one of the one of the things he recently told his fans to stop doing was he didn't want them to take pictures with him in public anymore like unless they unless they're like at an event like at like VidCon or something. Yeah, he just didn't want to like every time he went out to get groceries be stopped by a bunch of people, which I he, he did could understand. Which is very valid. Like, yeah, and he doesn't he doesn't mind people like talking to him or saying hi and being just you know interacting with him, but he did want pictures that people to stop taking pictures. So yeah, mm-hmm. I think that he's a lot really good person to be the face of the platform even if he can be a bit controversial at times <laughs> um yeah. but i think he he really does represent what the average youtube viewer values or the average like active youtube youtube viewer values you know be, yeah. uh, being genuine and being someone who genuinely cares about what they're doing instead of you know just wanting it being wanting to be in it for the money yeah, I think his channel has definitely reflected at least how YouTube's grown um, in the past few years because, like, he's, like, like we said earlier, he did, his actions triggered the first adpocalypse. He, yeah. 
him screwing up. At least partially. At least it was kind of the final straw in the yeah. eclipse. Because um, that was like the time of of like Leafy Leafy's hi- height and Keemstar's height and like Onision's height. Yeah. 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 Like honestly, just kind of a toxic time. Yeah, and when he caused that and everyone had to go to this, he also did, and he also. Um, this is weird to word. Um, he definitely represents like the growth of the platform, I think. Right. Yeah. Um, he went, did go from a very, um, like we said earlier, towing the line between offensive and outright, outright Beautiful. racism. Um, he did tow that line for a very long time. Um, and then he grew quite a bit. He screwed up a couple of times along the way. But he's overall grown into a better platform, a more uh, accepting platform, um, a better person and a more accepting person. Um, right. And I think a lot of YouTube has like followed suit with that since then. Yeah, totally. Yeah. I, I think he's definitely like, for better or worse, the platform's role model. Like the a major the majority of people who exist yeah. on the platform try to be like him or be to his standard. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Admire him in some way. Yeah. Or at least, mm-hmm. like, think of him as a pretty good person to be number one. Yeah. Or, yeah, at least respect him. Yeah. 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 And respect him as a creator. Yeah. Honestly, I can't really think of anyone who I prefer to be number one creator on this site. I think, oh, yeah, I no. think there, there are definitely creators who I like more, but I think that he definitely represents the site the best. Yeah. I totally agree. I'm right there with you. Funny, this whole episode we haven't actually talked about is net worth, which isn't what this is about. But a lot of other people do like to bring that up a lot. Like, oh, he made so much money gaming. Yeah, a lot of articles uh, about him, especially earlier on, were um, about how much money he made, which is never something that he's really talked about in his videos. And like when he got interviews from people. They always asked, how much did you make? Things like that. When it was never something... Did that, that just by gaming? Oh my gosh. Yeah. yeah, exactly. Yeah. Which, part of that is because there was such a stigma for a very long time about being a YouTuber and getting money for sitting in front of a camera and talking or playing a video game. Um, it's come down. There's still some stigma around it, but it's also like... People there are, are plenty of people making it. Because a lot of YouTubers do put just a lot of time and effort into their videos, into editing, and into getting um, everything ready for a video, into um, helping with their fans, into being able to go on tour to see their fans who have been, who want to see them, uh, things like that. And it's something that people have started to recognize is something um, as an actual career rather right. than something that just a couple of people just screwed around with and got lucky. Yeah. Like there if you look at the statistics that YouTube has released recently, there are over 16,000 people who have over a million subscribers on YouTube. Mm-hmm. And that is like if you've got a million subscribers on YouTube, then you're in a really good spot, honestly. Yeah. Mm-hmm. There are, there are 2 billion people who use YouTube and 16,000 of those people have over a million subscribers. Mm-hmm. And that is some something to make a pretty comfortable living. Like even at like a hundred thousand subscribers, you could still make a pretty good living off of YouTube. 
and if not, mm-hmm. you can you can can send your fans over to Patreon or something. Yeah. Uh, um, so I think yeah. that making a good living, it's also assuming you don't get demonetized. Uh, yeah, yeah, that's true. Mm. YouTube as a company does have a lot of problems, and the YouTube as a platform does have a lot of problems. But yeah. I do genuinely enjoy being there, and yeah, I think exactly. part of that is, and I think part of that. I enjoy it a lot more than I used to, especially, and I think that part of that is because of the positive influence people like PewDiePie have had. Mm-hmm. Yeah, totally. Yeah, definitely. Yeah. So, his net worth or worth on the internet, what would you guys say? Out of ten, I'd say worthy. <laughs> I'd say he's definitely worthy. I'd say out of ten, if we're gonna do that, um, I'd say he's a solid eight point five. He does a lot yeah. of good. Um, he screws up like every human does, uh, but he's done a lot of good for the platform and for his fans and for a lot of people. So Yeah. I think I'd agree with that rating. Yeah. Like, 8. not perfect, 5. but... But who is? So, good. <laughs> yeah. And that is our first episode of Net Worth, and based on what I'd what we decide to do next, we there may or may not already be our second episode up. And if, if so, go listen to that hopefully if you enjoyed this but if not just feel free to follow us on apple podcasts or spotify or over uh overcast is that the is that the third one yeah overcast and if you've stayed this whatever. long i just like to thank you like so much yeah like no, we're still well. figuring things out and like for you to stay here listening to us ramble about this stuff oh my gosh thank you so much honestly yeah, yeah thanks because <laughs> <laughs> None of it's scripted, so we're just kind of going off the top of our heads here. I think yeah. I don't have notes. I know Thomas has notes. I don't know about Ivy, but no. <laughs> yeah, no, the only person here with any sort of notes or outline is Thomas. So thank you, Tomothy. He keeps us on track. <laughs> yeah, it's and it's barely, barely a structure. There's yeah. like there's six we're bullet just, points here. <laughs> we're just a bunch of chaotic teenagers. Just. Yep. We're working Definitely. on it, guys. Honestly, thank you so much. And if you want to help support, just follow us or watch us on YouTube at Networth Podcast or follow us on Instagram at Networth Podcast as well. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And I guess we'll see you in the next episode of Networth. Bye. Yeah. Thanks a million. Bye. Thank you. Bye.